Welcome to the JB Show. Alex, how's it going, man? I have been worse. I will say that. (laughs) I have been worse. I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. Yeah. Uh, First off, welcome to the show. Happy to have you on as a guest. Thanks for having me. And just to start things off, I want to tell everyone about your band, Jake is Lloyd, and give a little bit of a background about yourself. Yeah, sure. So, uh, yeah, like you said, the band name is Jake is Lloyd. Um, It's myself and uh, a roommate, Michael Edwards. You guys may or may not have heard of him, but... uh, you know Mike, obviously. Yeah, of course, <laughs> you yeah. know Mike, and uh, that yeah. man eats so much. It's actually kind of ridiculous. I, not even how much he eats, but how quickly he eats. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah. Wait, wait, quickly though. Is yes. he one of those roommates that like you leave food out and you come back and it's just dissipated? I'm not gonna say that it hasn't happened, but I will also say uh, I've definitely done that to him before. Okay. I, I think yesterday I finished his Havana Harry's leftovers. Oh, that's funny. So there's no boundaries in the fridge. No. Yeah. No, no, no. With five people with one fridge, it's it's fair game. Yes, yeah, I have five people in my fridge. And either one person just puts their stuff all over the place and it's hard to keep track. Yeah. <laughs> but usually people get really pissed in my house if you eat someone else's stuff. So, yeah, I, I'm really lucky that all these goons that I live with, like we've all pretty much been together for like three, four years, basically. Yeah. And like everyone's pretty chill about kind of everything, <laughs> which is nice. <laughs> like, you know, the worst that can happen is someone's like, oh, like, you know, don't do that. And then yeah. and then, then you're like, don't do it what? Again. Yeah. And then you don't living with guys, though. I would say in a way you could fight. Like th- there could be some like arguments Dude, in the house. You see this thing on my lip? <laughs> Herpes? <laughs> this, no, this this little thing. You know what happened? I was I, Michael said something, and um, you know I'm trying to like work on a new song or whatever was going on. I don't know. He said something, so I went behind me on this bed and sat on his head, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna get him back. I'm yeah. gonna sit on his head for a sec. So he pushed me off into uh, one of these bases, was posted up on the bed, and he slammed my face into the head of the base. Jeez. So we definitely will wrestle sometimes, yeah. but you know, it happens. Yeah. So come back. Tell us a little about Jake is Lloyd. Yeah. Um, well it's, uh, we're like, I'd say we're, uh, crossing the bridge between like alternative rock, pop, electronic music. You know, we kind of like, we're definitely inspired by classic rock, but we like to bring a new twist to it. Like have a little bit more modern sound. And, yeah. um, the band name Jake is Lloyd. So that came out of a lot of people were like, what the hell is that? And, uh, yeah. What does that mean? It's basically our other roommate, Jake, who, you know, very well, um, <laughs> Mr. Steer, Mr. Steer. We, uh, one day I think freshman year in the dorms, we're like, dang Jake, like you're being such an old man right now. Yeah. You're being a grandpa, like let's go or something. I don't know. And then, uh, we came to the real realization like michael's father was we're like dude you're How old just is mike's dad mike i i think 78 wow that's my yeah so we're like jake like you're being like old lloyd bro like what's wrong with that and then we just started saying like oh jake is lloyd jake is lloyd like as a, we're just like messing around with him and um uh, you know then we had to come up with a band name <laughs> and for some <laughs> god awful reason jake that's what is stuck lloyd. yeah but you know it's somewhat interesting it's definitely unique i haven't heard of any other jake is lloyd's like as bands you know so Mm -hmm. yeah are you excited to graduate yeah i mean obviously it's definitely bittersweet like i like personally i love school i love school and i love going to school here specifically do you think it's because you're in the frost school that might be part of it i mean frost obviously like with every school it's got its issues but i overall i like I really enjoy it. Like, I really can't complain. Yeah. My classes are sick. I have great friends and like, 
you know, it's been really great, but I'm also, uh, excited to leave, um, wherever that may be. Not sure yet, but, uh, it's kind of cool. Cause you obviously have some friends that have their stuff figured out quicker than most do. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just like, tough. It so. is. It's cause, and also it's like trying to figure out like the first step to take. Yeah. Cause I know? feel like, uh, I was, when it came to October, I was in a huge rush to get a job. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't want to take anything that I'm, that I regret. Yeah. You know what I mean? True. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, I can't be picky because I don't have a job yet. That's, but yeah, it's that's coming soon. It's coming soon. <laughs> that's exactly where I'm at. It's yeah. like I would, you know, we're looking at New York. We want to keep the band going, obviously, post-college. So uh, That'd be awesome. Mike and I are planning on staying together. We're both from Los Angeles originally. We have a lot of connections out there. And New York would be sweet. New York would be really fun. That's where I, I was this past summer. And Oh, yeah, that's right. Opportunities there are limitless. Yeah. The one thing I will say about New York the networking opportunities are incredible. Mm. The ability to just meet the right people at the right place and time. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. So. Well, I've, I've only been to the city one time actually my whole life. Um, like two summers ago yeah. I was visiting a friend and, uh, it was sick. Like I honestly, like I fell in love with the city, like within that week. Um, but then again, I haven't been there for winter. It was, yeah. in, it was like perfect weather in June, you know, um, summer's really hot in New York city. Yeah. Yeah. Like when I was there this summer, people were leaving pretty much every weekend to go to the Hamptons yeah, or wherever. Exactly. Or wherever going. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So, I mean, yeah, as of now, I mean, I'm just kind of debating either staying here, working, getting something in New York would be great. Cause that's like a new thing yeah, or that'd be awesome. going back and playing it a little bit more safe, going back to LA, but I do have a lot more connections there already. That would so. be so much fun. Yeah. One yeah, of my yeah. best buddies is moving to LA and he's really trying to convince me to get out there. Yeah. So if I find a company that I like, yeah. then we'll Yeah. Where see. are you originally from? Philadelphia. Okay. So you were, did you know Jake in high school? No. There's actually a lot of Philly kids from the frat that I had no idea. Wow. Yeah. yeah. But I tried to meet up with Jake so many times at home, but he always <laughs> flakes right before like Jake he, he the commits. Flake. His, no, he is. Jake, you <laughs> are the flake. And I hope you listen to this. But no, he, he can definitely vouch for that. Um, yeah, another flake that recently came upon us was Mardi Gras. So thank you, Jake, for that one. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You know, I think I actually have um, three gigs those three days, which sucks because I really want to go yeah. and take his spot. <laughs> Maybe we'll figure something out. Yeah. Well, have you been to Mardi Gras before? No. No. I almost transferred to Tulane, though. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's I, a sick school. Yeah. I got, I got a friend, uh, Danny, who goes there, and it's so cool. I think the one thing is it's like a cheaper version of Miami. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for, for, all the, for all the Tulane people listening right now. <laughs> Do you want to go over like the budget of what it takes to have, a, a, at this age, like a good time to go out? Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, 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 it sucks. <laughs> I know. But uh, I've heard that here is a little more than, no, it's a lot more than like most other, like I got friends in like Boise State. And oh, like, all the state schools can't compare. Yeah, they got like bars and shit, but here it's so expensive because we got to, you know, we have to Uber t- somewhere, yeah. everywhere to get in. Like one drink is like $12. <laughs> I was in it's Michigan crazy. this past weekend, right? Yeah. And you go up to the bar and they have these pitchers. And they fill up the pitcher with vodka and whatever combo you want. So I, it was about $4 for a full pitcher of alcohol. And I was thinking, holy shit, if, that, if you bought that in Miami, that would have been at least 60 bucks. Yeah, that's half of one beer Yeah, in Miami. It's, it's ridiculous. So say you're having a nice pregame, right? Let me set the scenario. Right. You have a good group of friends and we'll set the scene in Brickle. Mm-hmm. How much do you think that night will cost given you might have to pay entry fee to get in? 
easily a hundred, I would say. I would agree. Yeah. And that's a, that's kind of like a plane ticket to go somewhere else, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, it is <laughs> for yeah. sure. When we were in uh Tallahassee, oh my god. That was amazing. We gotta that talk trip about was that later. Unreal. We're gonna go into <laughs> that later if you Jackson down. got mad about uh <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we Jackson were, was a little bit of the supervisor of of that. Weekend, yeah, but, but he it, hooked it up. So. We kind of needed it. I feel like yeah. to some sense because we were yeah we were being kind of dumbasses. Yeah. But uh, am I allowed to curse here? Yeah, you can curse. Boogers. That's what I chose to curse. With. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but for real, that was, that was really fun. But uh, it was so much cheaper there. It was way cheaper there. Like we, I, oh my god, how many? I think we went through like. I don't know, like 20 cases of White Claw, and it was still less than like one night of going out. Yeah, then it's, um, I was talking to one of Jackson's friends, her name's Carly. Mm -hmm. She says people get upset at paying a $5 cover to go in a bar. Was she the one we met up with? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Five bucks. What? Yeah, I know. What? And here you go to 11, it's like 35 bucks. Yeah, yeah, at least. It's crazy. I feel that. I feel that. Yeah. Um, Anyways, I had a couple questions about Frost School. Sure, yeah. How's your experience been? Because I know it's a very prestigious school. Mm-hmm. And my second part to that, do you feel detached from like the, uh, the student bodies and maybe like the business school or yeah? Yeah, I even? it's um I definitely like feel lucky to go there because like it like, I don't know, puts things in perspective when you remove yourself and realize that like all your best friends are like super, super like incredibly talented people. You know, even it's, it's like a very like creative environment for sure. Like, uh, even just hanging out with friends sometimes yeah. turns into like recording sessions, like out of nowhere. That's so. what I, that's what I'm missing from the business school in a way. Cause my passion side hobby is full in this, even yeah. though I've slacked off a little bit in the past month, but yeah. every time I record, even right now I'm having so much fun and it's just giving me motivation to get back yeah. in, yeah, yeah, get back sure. in the studio and yeah, yeah hop I feel back that. On, so. It's uh, but uh, like, yeah, it is a double edged sword. Um, cause sometimes you know being surrounded by so many like amazingly talented people can also like you know it makes you be like wow like i really need to go practice right now and not go out tonight because that other person is you know i'd pick them for the gig over me right now you know yeah if i'm out of practice or anything yeah yeah um and i think yeah the second part of your question it's like super weird because like after i stopped taking like my general eds or whatever, or cognates. Which, which were they like English? Yeah, it was like English and like math. Um, my original major was music engineering. So that was a bachelor of science, but through Frost. So I had to do like all the calc and physics and whatnot. Oh, wow. Even for music engineering? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I failed calc two the first time with Andy Leith. What was, <laughs> so what relation does physics have with um, sound engineering? It's, um, it's actually kind of interesting. It's like, uh, it's a lot more like math and science, like music is, than I ever thought it was. Like, I don't know. We really learned about how like sound waves and like pressure levels, all of that like relates to physics and mechanics and whatnot. Yeah. And, uh, especially for recording because like the room treatment and all of that, like it's so important for like, I, you know. No, I totally agree. So when I first started my podcast, I was using a blue... Yeti microphone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Recorded in a completely echoed room. Uh, yeah. You could even tell in my first couple episodes. Yeah. I thought you could just plop the mic down in the middle mm-hmm. and have two people banter and it yeah. sounds great, but mm-hmm. no, it sounded terrible. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, so you need like the sound, like the soundproof, what's it called? Like yeah, you have you, a little like wall right there that blocks the sound. Yeah. There's these things called gobos, which are like these huge, like, uh, 
They're like on wheels. And they're basically just like movable soundproof walls okay. for the studio. But uh, it was really interesting doing that like music engineering side. I After my uh, third semester, I switched into media writing and production, mm-hmm. which is basically composition and production for uh, film and television. So okay. like Hans Zimmer, all yeah. that, you know. Um, and... I think it's more creative, so that's why I'm more interested in it. I, it allows me to do more creating as opposed to learning about the technology used while creating. Hell yeah. But the best part is, I think at the end of the day, I'm glad I got both sides of it because now I do know the technical background of most of the gear I'm using. Like, like we had to learn, you know, for this interface or whatever, like some of the projects we would have to like take apart like pedals or interfaces and like look at the the chain of the circuit and like learn like, okay, what does this resistor, this capacitor do? Like, why does this work? You know? Yeah. But I didn't want to do that full yeah. time. So I'm glad I got that background. Um, that's pretty cool. Cause as I was telling you before, when I bought all this equipment, the hardest part about this was one, figuring out how to edit this audio. Yeah. Yeah. I had to take like Linda.com courses. Yeah, Linda has saved my ass so many times. Shout out Linda. Shout out Linda. Are. Not a sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then this focus, right? Yeah. Scarlet 2i2. Yeah. I had to go on YouTube for hours and figure that out. Yeah. yeah. For you, it was probably so simple and you know what to do already. Not, not off the bat. Definitely yeah. not. But now, yeah, now it's become second nature and it's definitely helped me use like that technical background with the mm-hmm. more creative stuff. It makes it easier to just kind of know what's going on. Um, but uh, within all of that, I guess it, after I was done taking those classes mm-hmm. outside of Frost, I like only really ever see kids in frost now at school like for the past like two years pretty much i've had maybe one class outside of frost and it's uh it's definitely weird like i definitely feel segregated from the rest of the school um just because of the location of my classes it's like you know if i'm not leaving this one area i'm not going to see anyone else so I uh I think I compensated for that by going to the rat a lot last <laughs> yeah. year. <laughs> yeah, because the frost school is right next to the rat. Yeah, and then everyone would go hang out there. So. For those who don't know what the rat is at school, would you mind giving an explanation? Yeah, the rat is a little slice of heaven, <laughs> expensive heaven. No, it's it's on campus bar four to, four to seven. True, it very really true. Is, yeah, you can get some nice pictures, but yeah, it's great. It's got um got some bar food, some drinks, gliders outside. And they just added the two dollar quesadilla deal during happy hour which is great so if you go four to seven you can get two dollar quesadilla with some chicken maybe some buffalo sauce on the side the the buff bites i can't eat everything i eat now is always i always have to add some spice to it it's weird yeah but i don't like too spicy you're evolving jimmy (laughs) you're evolving (laughs) that'll prepare you well for mardi gras yeah you're gonna have a lot of spice going i don't know now so we'll see Dude, you can't be uh, Jake the Flake. I know. <laughs> well, the, the problem was with Mardi Gras, we were supposed to go in a car of four. Mm-hmm. And now, if it's just me and Michael, that's going to be an impossible drive. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's no way that's yeah, happening. You, you two can't. Yeah, yeah, that's a really long drive. Yeah. Wow. I think Matt said he's flying. Yeah. Matt is another uh, another roommate at this little compound. Yeah. All right. So back to the subject of like learning by yourself. Yeah. Do think there's any classes you took in college where... If you went on YouTube or Linda, you would mm-hmm. be able to teach yourself even better than the professors were at school. Um, that's that's actually very interesting. I don't I don't know if there's anything I'd say like better necessarily, but for pretty much every class that I've been in, um, a lot of like my development within that class is not necessarily 
because of what I was learning in the class. It's because of like research I did outside of it. Yeah. Um, and, and honestly, yeah, like for my base lessons, like we, uh, we got to take lessons every semester just to keep your chops up okay. and keep learning your instrument, even though you're focusing I on like other that. stuff. Keep your chops up. Yeah. It's, yeah. You got Slogan. It. dude. It's like, if you, if I don't play for like two weeks, I'm crusty. It's really? bad. Yeah. Wow. But a lot of that, you know, I've learned a ton from my lessons, but in addition to that, like, my lessons will inspire me to go search like other stuff, like on Instagram. Yeah. There's so many good players and so many good musicians. So like I haven't like, who's your favorite or like favorite. a couple of favorite that inspire you? Ooh, I mean, that's tough. There's this guy named Derek Bennett, who is just an absolute monster on the bass. Um, there's this guy named, um, Sebastian Reed, I think his name, but, and there's, there's people who are like my age and yeah. they have like, you know, 25 K followers and they're posting videos of them playing every That's day. Awesome. And I was like, like, I feel like if I practice that for like a half hour, I could do that. Yeah. Why don't I, you know, <laughs> are you ever th watching a video or just researching something online and you just get a spark in your brain saying like, holy shit, I need to oh. apply this to something else I'm working on. And just like sparks it happens all to me time. every day, but all the time and then it just disappears from my mind. I'm like, shit, what was I thinking about? Yeah. yeah. No, that's actually so funny. Cause like within, um, composition, uh, my pretty much every professor I've had for composition, they'll say like, you know, good composers borrow but great composers steal. Okay. And I was like, wait, they're what? That, yeah. That's what Let's they're teaching. Let's take that quote for a second. Yes. And it's basically saying like, if you look like all these, you know, like really like historically impactful composers like Mozart or, uh, Berlioz or, you know, whoever, um, a lot of these like compositions and this applies to like modern contemporary music too, jazz, like whatever, it there is there you, the influence from other people mm -hmm. and not even just the influence like the direct like quoting of material is so abundant it's like it's crazy like so I I definitely do that all the time I'll like see something on you know Facebook or Instagram or whatever and I'll be like wow like that's so cool I'm gonna go write a song using like what that person just played yeah. and then change it up you know because that's that's how that's what they're doing you know that's what everyone's doing it's I don't know. It's also, cool. sometimes I'm watching a movie and it'll inspire me. I forget what this movie's called. I literally just watched it recently, but it's about this jazz drummer whose professor's really hard on him. Whiplash. Yes. There yeah, we yeah. go. Whiplash. And I was talking to um, my professor, David Ake. Shout out David Ake. One of my favorite professors I've had here at school. He's sick. His passion in the subject, you can tell so much. So um, awesome. Shout out David. But anyways, in class, we were talking about <laughs> Whiplash, and after I watched that movie, it just made me want to go do something. Yeah, so, yeah. That movie, that's <laughs> that movie's funny. In like, I don't know. I think in the music community, some people are like, "That's so." St Wait, the music community. I can't believe I just said that. That's the stupidest thing I've ever said. But you know what I'm talking yeah. about. Like, people are like, uh, "Oh, the movie sucks," because like a lot of the like musical aspects are really like not realistic at all. But I don't watch it for that. I watch it for the story. Oh yeah, and. I, I really liked it, honestly. Like, I might get some shade for this <laughs> at school, but <laughs> yeah, it's it's totally true. You know, you'll see something, you're like, wow, like, that's, I don't know, that's really intense. Like, that, but it inspires me to go do something. Mm -hmm. Cause, like, I don't know. I definitely feel that. Yeah. Yep. That's interesting. To pivot the subject a little bit. Sure. Yeah. Talk about some food. Um, <laughs> yes, yeah. please. We'll yeah. go back. <laughs> so, what type of food do you see yourself eating in college? maybe leftovers are you cooking a lot are you going out to eat have you 
eaten around like the local places mm. here? I've done, I've done all of it. Yeah. I have, de- <laughs> I've definitely gone through periods where I'll have like four Domino's pizzas a week. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, Cheap way, I love it. Yeah, and then you just like, oh, you don't feel good the next day. Um, but recently, I mean, after moving to this house last year, um, we were in an apartment before, but we came to this house and I definitely started cooking a lot more, yeah. which has been nice. And like my uh, my dad and stepmom back in LA, they're like super big into cooking and That's awesome. they love that. So, Have you ever seen the movie Chef? No. Okay, you should no. watch that. Who's right? in that? Um, Sofia Vergara, mm-hmm. I forget the main actor's name, but it's basically about this guy who has a food truck in Miami and later converts it into a restaurant. Oh, that's sick. But he goes around to all these like local cuisine restaurants and cooks and it looks yeah. amazing, but. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Dude, I love food. I yeah, love I food. I do too. The one thing about here is we're kind of separated from the city of Miami. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when people are like, where do you go out to eat? I can never, sometimes I can never figure out where to go. So yeah, it's really tough. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we're kind of like in the suburbs of Miami, I'd say like, I've, that's what I think Coral Gables is of Miami. I don't really know, but it's, um, I don't know. There's lots of like, lots of like diverse, like food places just cause Miami is such a melting pot of culture. Like you've got like, obviously a lot of like Cuban influence. That's like the predominant one, I think. Oh yeah. Um, which is Cuban like, restaurants are pretty cheap around here. Yeah. They're not yeah. bad. Like, you know, Havana Harry's shout out Havana Harry's. Latino? No. <laughs> no, I haven't. Yeah. I went there and it's like $4 for a Cuban sandwich and it's huge. Jeez. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's fire. I definitely love that. It's a cheap way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, there, I mean, there's lots of stuff. Like we got like moon tie down the street, which is all right. Yeah. We got, um, I yeah, the cop out, but I love Yard House. Yeah, no, I love Yard House during happy hour. Yeah, yeah. yeah so you, like we said before, with uh, spending money on a night yeah. out, you go to Yard House, you can you can drop like sixty bucks easily. <laughs> easily, it's it's they get you with the drinks. It's not even the food. Yeah, because you're I would say like one or two beers deep, and you're like, all right, I'll have a third. And yeah, that's when it's just like okay, twenty four dollars on beer. Yeah, plus food. Yeah. yeah, yep, and especially when they got those half yards. Yeah. Yeah, I got to tell myself every time I go there, I was like, do you really want a half yard of beer right yeah, now? You do. And I'm like, yeah, of course I do. Do you think all college students tip 20%? Ooh. And what does it mean to tip 20%? Oh, we're getting meta here yeah, we're on the JB show. <laughs> um, I I pretty much always do because I'm really bad at math. So I just like move the decimal over and times mm. two and that's my tip. <laughs> but um, some people have... Um, just like a personal reason to tip 20% whether they worked in hospitality. Yeah. Is it called hospitality? I think so. Okay. Uh, I you think. Like or you were a waitress before or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, the, I don't, I think the only time I've ever really seen people like be bad tippers, like personally is when like we had like really bad service. Yeah. Like dude, the, the other week I was, I was with some friends, um, at Havana Harry's, yeah. which I haven't I, been there yet, man. What? I know. I've you had been to HH. I know. What? Let's go this semester. Let's go, dude. It's Isn't fire. it like huge portions too? Oh, it's enormous. What do you get? I. It depends on what you're getting. They got crazy breakfast. Cordon Bleu is probably amazing. Oh yeah, they. It's there's some fire. You've been to Versailles? Yeah, Versailles oh, yeah. is really good. Which is better, Havana Harry's or Versailles? They're different. Yeah. They're different to me. Um, I think I like Van Harry's better just because I've been there so much more. I need to go. But but they're they're both really good. Have you had yuca fries before? I'm not a big fan of yuca, to be honest. I don't like them either. It's I ordered like, them one time and they 
they sounded amazing. Yeah. And I got them and I wasn't even hungry for dinner. It's like I I wanted mashed potatoes. Yeah. (laughs) Like instead. Yeah. Or I don't know. What about empanadas? You like empanadas? I love empanadas. Van Harry's has a good empanada basket. Versailles has this empanada basket that comes with this cilantro creamy sauce and to die for, man. It's fire. It's fire. So... You're getting back to that story at Alfana Harris. Yeah, basically, I mean, I hate to rat them out like this, but I got no, to. It's pretty bad, bro. Dude, um, my my friend Danny was drinking his colada, like his coffee, and at the bottom of the cup, there was a used little ketchup cup sitting inside of his at the bottom of his coffee. Ah. Uh, and now and obviously he was like, not not only is he not tipping, like he's not paying for that meal. So like, did that's he tell a, them or no? Oh yeah, he told them, and he was like arguing with them in Spanish for like five minutes. Like, and what'd they say? I think they comped his meal, but there was like six of us there, and um, he was trying to get the whole squad covered. Kind of, yeah. But, I, mean, I mean, that's, that's filthy. It's really gross, dude. A used ketchup cup in a coffee. Yeah, wait. So listen to this. <laughs> so in the in my new vlog video coming out, please go check that out, guys. Check it. Yeah, support support the cause, but. <laughs> We're eating this shark fin soup. We were trying all this exotic food. <laughs> My friend takes a bite out of it, and yeah. in his spoon, there's a huge piece of plastic. Oh! And I don't, we were in like a foreign country. I don't. We didn't want to argue with them or anyway, so we just took the plastic out and yeah. continued to eat it. But yeah. still, it was like, holy shit! Like, what? <laughs> I know it's like shark fin soup. Then you have plastic in it, so Ew. also not good. I, I don't recommend shark fin soup. <laughs> 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 that would be my guess, yeah. to be honest. <laughs> it was like slimy, fatty. Ooh. Yeah. Where was that? Where were you? Singapore. What? Yeah. Whoa. Amazing experience. That's hype. The city's a little bit similar to Miami, just yeah. the culture of like going out and yeah. boutique and fancy. Huh. But yeah. That's one thing I love about Miami is like how flashy it is and how like kind of over the top it is. One thing is what I learned about here is people can be really flashy because that's what they tend to spend their money on, but they don't actually have that much wealth. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I, I would agree. Yeah, because you go out and even cars parked at our school, like BMWs, Mercedes, Porsches, Lamborghinis, Rolls Royces, like literally at our school, it's ridiculous. It's crazy. <laughs> but even in the city, you go out and you wonder, do those people actually have that much money or are they just you know, yeah. spending it on the accessories and yeah. being flashy? That's kind of the charm yeah. of it for me. It's like, have you ever been to the Rusty Pelican? <clears throat> it's like across on Biscayne Bay. No, I've heard of it, though. It's a cool restaurant. It's got, like, an outside part that looks, like, from the opposite side of Brickle, like, across the water, and it looks at Brickle. And uh, I love going there because, like, like, you can just see the city, like, right during, like, sundown, Mm -hmm. and there's all these crazy lights, and you just know, like, all this flashy like shit's going on like right over the water but it's true it's like you can still also do that and then pay you know not too much for a meal they really get you with the nightlife like we said oh it's crazy so we went out to this one restaurant uh, i think it was my freshman year and on the bill there was a 10 percent entertainment fee it's yeah. like, oh, what does that one, mean? I didn't ask the band to come out here and play for us to nope. pay more money, but I guess that's where they get you. That should be yeah. taken out of the restaurant, not... <laughs> I haven't really been to, like, the city of Miami in, like, a while, or South mm-hmm. Beach, I would say. Yeah. It's been probably, like, a year. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Just because, like, one, I would love to go back there and, like, spend a day on the beach, but at the same time, it's just a hassle getting a group of people to be like, I want to do the same. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're not trying to go alone and yeah. be the bum on South Beach, <laughs> just, like, chilling in your Speedo. Yeah. That's also an expensive day, too, so you just got to pick your battles here. Yeah. Yeah. People drive up to... What beaches do people drive up to again? Um, I like Crandon Park a yes, lot. Yes, that's what I Crandon's sick. I went there once, and it was kind of dirty. I yeah, I had one experience like that too. It was just like a ton of like a seaweed and yeah. gross stuff in the water. It's like, <laughs> ugh. Yeah. But usually, yeah, it's it's pretty dang nice. Like, 
I don't know. That's one thing I personally love about Miami is the weather. Like, even though it's kind of hectic, sometimes you get the crazy rain, but like... Also, random spurts, it's cold. It has been yeah. this semester for some reason. Yeah. One week, it was like 50, and people started wearing like these all these nice jackets, so I guess... Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. That's another thing. It's like with the flashy. Like, yeah, you no. buy one super nice jacket, yeah. and you wear it on the three people days that it's cold. People can't wait for that day where they're like, oh my God, I got to wear my Louis Vuitton jacket now that it's cold out. Dude, so. my, my girlfriend, it's so funny. She like um she's from michigan and she loves cold weather so now that it's been cold we're in michigan uh saint joe okay saint joseph yeah is that near ann arbor at all or i don't really know michigan sure to be honest um yeah i'm from california i don't know (laughs) anything but uh but it's so funny because she like wore like she got like some new sweaters for Christmas and she was wearing like her new sweaters every day. She's like, I'm so glad it's cold. Like yeah. I can show my new sweaters. Yeah. But I don't know. I like the heat. I like it. I mean, from California, like I said, so obviously it's, I don't know. No, I like the heat too. And I think it hasn't been too hot recently. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. It's gross it's nice. like in summer sometimes because it's too sticky. But Do you remember our freshman year when we were moving into the dorms, how hot it was? Oh, that yeah. That, yeah. that was kind of miserable. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely terrible. say that. <laughs> yeah. So like, it was like August, mid, like towards the end of the summer yeah. when it was like the most boiling point. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was pretty bad. It gets like real sticky and... Kind of relating to the music thing, like uh, the strings on my basses will rust because <laughs> the air is so humid. Yeah. It's like I have never heard of that before because Cal- it's so dry where I'm from. And yeah. it's like, I don't know. It's it's crazy. It's kind of like the wild, wild west out here, just in a totally different way. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't know. This is uh, a pretty deep question just to see where your head's at. But yes. Where do you see yourself in the next five years? Just in a career standpoint and pick a city, I guess. On the JB show. <laughs> yes, sir. Um, ideally, I think uh, five years. That's tough. I think I would really love to be in LA or New York. Um, just, you know, producing. Like, I, that's my main thing I want to do. Um, I love playing. I love composing. But my real passion is definitely producing and mixing. Yeah. So, um, I mean, yeah, hopefully I'll be able to get in contact with some people in um the goal is to kind of do like an apprenticeship of sorts with like a well-known producer already. So I kind of, you know, get my name into that circle of people and build up connections and uh, just keep putting out music. That's the one thing that I know, like whatever I'm doing, I just have to keep putting out music regardless of whatever else I'm doing. And yeah. hopefully that'll help take me there. Oh yeah. yeah. And then last question is, yes, we're about 90, 95 days away from graduation. Yeah. Is there anything you want to accomplish and maybe you can look back at this conversation by the end and say like, hell yeah, I did it or shit. I should have not been more productive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. Uh, for sure. I mean, um, Jake is Lloyd. We're trying to put out our first uh, EP by the end of this semester. So that'll hopefully be like six or seven songs. Um, I think most of them will be, all brand new songs. We might include one of the ones we've already released and Sweet. redo Love it a that. little bit. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'm definitely looking forward to that. We uh, we really want to get that done because our first song, our first release, it was Tear Me Down with a B-side called Only You. And those two songs we released January of last year, but we started like like halfway through freshman year. It took yeah. that long to get that Let's done. Let's go. So, and then, you know, our... our At least mo- you got it done, though. So. Oh, yeah, we yeah. got we got it done. We if got it done. There's no better feeling than working towards something, and once you accomplish it, you're like, let's go. But at the same time, you just got to 
like keep on going, you know? Yeah, completely. So I'm really looking forward to that release. Um, that's going to be really big. We're, we're, uh, we're so thankful for like all the success that our most recent release, uh, Madeline has had. That's got like 140 something thousand streams now, which is cr- we Stream never Madeline. Stream yeah. Madeline. Thank you. Shouts yeah. out. Shout out Madeline. It's, uh, it's crazy though. It's, I never really thought that like the beats Mike and I were making in, you know, my freshman year dorm room, we're going to like, that's where mean all anything. the magic comes from. That's where all yeah. of it started. Like Billie Eilish during her, uh, Grammy awards. Yeah. Speech. Yeah, yeah. She was just saying, hey, or her brother said, hey, it all comes from like your bedroom. You yeah. know what I mean? So, well, I mean, this room we're in right now, like, this is where we kind of do everything. Like, yeah. we yeah. use the facilities at school. Like, thankfully, they have like really, really nice studios at school. Um, so, we'll use that on occasion. But uh, most of the work is literally done here in the bedroom. So, sweet. Yeah, bro. All right, man. Well, hopefully, we can get another episode in before we graduate. I had I'd a great time to. today. Yeah, love where the too. conversation went, but. Thank you again for coming on the show, Alex. We'll see you guys next time. Sounds good.